It's time for the Deschutes Brewery Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show. Brought to you by Fresh Squeezed IPA, Fresh Haze IPA, and Wowza. Locale Hazy Pale Ale. By Les Schwab. Our business is earning your trust. By Pepsi Zero Sugar. All the flavor, zero the sugar. Official soft drink of the Idaho Steelheads. And Idaho Central Credit Union. The exclusive credit union provider of the Idaho Steelheads, Idaho Central Arena, and the Great Hotel. Now, here's the voice of the Steelheads, Cam McGuire. Live from the KTIK studios in downtown Boise, it's a quick turnaround for the Idaho Steelheads who suffered a 4-1 loss yesterday afternoon in Utah. A day off today, practice tomorrow, and then flying out to Rapid City, South Dakota on Thursday, getting set for a two-game series against the Rapid City Rush Friday and Saturday night at 7.05 p.m. Both those games can be heard right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 a.m. the ticket. Cam McGuire with you here for a Another edition of our Idaho Steelheads hockey show brought to you by Deschutes Brewery and a lot to uncover here tonight. The Steelheads have uh, you know, won two of their last five games. Hard to believe, right? They're two and three in their last five, but no need to panic. They're still 28-6-0-1. JP, no need to panic. Who's panicking? You we are back want, there. You're, you're, shake, you're shaking in your boots a little bit back there, but there's certainly no need to panic. The Steelheads... Still atop of the Mountain Division, still atop of the Western Conference and the entire ECHL, but certainly looking to get back to winning ways. Like we mentioned, heading out to Rapid City this weekend, Friday and Saturday night. We'll talk about that series later on here this evening with the voice of the Rapid City Rush, Brian Gardner. We'll also be joined by Steelheads forward live, Jade Miller, who I texted Jade earlier this morning asking if he could come on, and then he said, yeah, absolutely, and then I sent him a follow-up around 3.30, asking if like 6.30-ish tonight would work, and I just heard back. Uh, yes, that's exactly when I'll be pulling into the apartments from golf. Uh, so it looks like a couple of the fellas went golfing on their day off. I'm, I'm not too happy, though, about that response time, about three hours there from Jade Miller. We'll address that coming up at 6.30. But coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll be joined live by Steelhead's assistant coach, Keenan Kelly, to talk about where the Steelheads are at right now. The ECHL All-Star Game was actually yesterday down in Norfolk, Virginia, and for some odd reason, the ECHL decided to schedule uh, four games across the league, the Steelheads being one of those four contests. And we mentioned a 4-1 setback yesterday uh, at the Maverick Center in West Valley City, Utah. Earlier today, just about 30 minutes ago, it was announced that Steelheads defenseman Patrick Cudla signing a uh, PTO with the Colorado Eagles of the American Hockey League. Cudla already on his way uh, to Loveland, Colorado. He ranks second in the ECHL amongst defensemen in scoring with 29 points, only behind his fellow defensive partner, Owen Hedrick. Uh, well-earned uh, call-up for Patrick Cudla, like we just said, signing a PTO with the AHL's Colorado Eagles. Oddly enough, they're the American Hockey League affiliate of the Utah Grizzlies. And thank goodness that the Steelheads are done with the Utah Grizzlies until the month of April. Yesterday's contest between the Steelheads and the Grizzlies was the 15th meeting of the season already. And like we said, Friday night's game will be the official halfway point of the season. Steelheads have seen Utah 15 times already, and I'm so sick and tired of Utah, and I can't wait to be done with them until April. Like we mentioned, it'll be the last time the Steelheads square off against the Utah Grizzlies 
until the month of April. It's the Rapid City Rush this Friday and Saturday night. We'll take our first time out here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, The Ticket. Steelheads fans, as you listen to this broadcast, did you know you're close to a delicious Deschutes Brewery beer? Like Fresh Squeeze, the original citrusy IPA bursting with juicy mosaic and citra hops. Hey, speaking of hops, have you seen that video of a kangaroo chasing a car? It's crazy. Turns out they can hop over 44 miles per hour. That's a fact. Just ask Wikipedia. Oh, back to the beer. Fresh Squeeze, a refreshing and citrusy IPA, available everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Deschutes Brewery, Bend, Oregon. It comes with the territory. Hi there. It's Les Schwab Tires. Well, more like Les Schwab alignment and brakes and shocks and wheels and tires. Now, some tire places don't offer all that. They only sell tires. And we're not sure how they sleep at night, because all those services affect things like steering and stopping. That's why we offer more than tires to help keep you safe. Stop by or book an appointment at LesSchwab.com. Les Schwab Tires, doing the right thing since 1952. All right, I'm thinking we order some pizzas, drink a nice cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, and then party till dawn, man! <sighs> When I'm in my jammies. For everyone whose wild night ends promptly at 9 p.m., you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Dear Idaho, we live in a time where each passing moment is posted. Opinions are debated. Integrity of information becomes diluted and distorted. The arguments may be temporary, but the stories carry permanence in shaping how we think. The future is not set in stone, but our present is printed in ink. Idaho Press, local news worth holding. My name is Samuel, and I quit smoking three and a half years ago. A lot of people need a reason to get out of bed, and in a small town, it, sometimes that's hard to find. And a lot of people let that be an excuse to smoke. It's difficult to get to know people, and it's stressful, and it's a social thing for sure. When I finally did quit, I felt so proud of myself, and I felt like my possibilities were endless. The feeling was off the charts. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. This is the sound of people learning. Gamers gaming. Patients consulting. How's he doing? A lot better. Friends bonding. This is the sound of fast, reliable internet with speeds up to one gig and whole home Wi-Fi, so all your devices stay connected. This is the sound of Sparklight, a stronger connection. Up to 940 megabits per second download and 50 megabits per second upload speeds for gig service. Sparklight modem required for whole home Wi-Fi. Visit sparklight.com for details. How am I able to offer a famous taco, seasoned curly fries a drink, and your choice of a junior bonus jack or junior good good chicken sandwich for just six bucks? That's a closely guarded trade secret, one I'll be taking to my grave. The new $6 jack pack at Jack in the Box. Price and participation may vary. I think it's just vapor. Vaping is safer than smoking, isn't it? There's really not even that much nicotine in them, right? One vape pod has as much nicotine as one pack of cigarettes. My kid? My kid kid knows it's dangerous. 5.4 million American kids vape, and most think it's harmless. Get your head out of the cloud. Talk to your kid about vaping. Visit talkaboutvaping.org. That's talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Cam McGuire back with you here for the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show brought to you by Deschutes Brewery live in the KTIK studios. The Steelheads getting set for a pair of games this Friday and Saturday night 
from the good old Monument Arena in Rapid City, South Dakota. Team will fly out on Thursday. Games Friday and Saturday night at 7.05 can be heard right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, the ticket. Now joined live, 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 live by Steelhead's assistant coach, Keenan Kelly. Mr. Kelly, how are we tonight? Doing very well. Thanks for having me on, man. Is this the greatest night of your life, a live uh, radio show with Cam McGuire? Once I uh, got the invitation, I've been giddy with excitement since, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird, right? I, I almost, you know, I just had to look back at the uh, calendar here. I'm talking to you here on a Tuesday night, but the Steelheads obviously played yesterday, and certainly a, a much-needed rest day today, and we'll get right back after it tomorrow morning with some practice. But uh, looking back at the weekend, obviously uh, no need to panic, as I was telling someone here as we got on the road, but... Uh, grabbed one win in the three games, and yesterday a 4-1 loss. Want to ask you a little bit about it. Uh, kind of ran into a hot goaltender, wouldn't you say? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, Trent Miner certainly very talented. Um, you know, even though we put up quite a few shots, I also think that our shots weren't necessarily from the, the grade-A scoring areas, which where we needed to get to. But um, all in all, I still you know believe we had every opportunity to win that game. Just, you know, that game can kind of be isolated down to a few moments where just some, some mental lapses or, you know, we may have lost our composure, but all in all, I mean, for, for the success we've had so far in the season uh, and specifically against Utah, um, you know, who is a very good hockey team on uh, the record is not indicative of the type of team that they are. Um, you know, it's tough to beat a team, you know, that frequently, especially on their home ice. So, you know, for us to, to kind of be done with them after playing them 15 times in our first 35, um, I think it's just a, a breath of fresh air for us that we're, moving on to a, a different opponent, even though it is a, another opponent that we're pretty familiar with as well. So, Yeah, we mentioned that right off, that right off the hop here tonight. Steelheads are done with the Utah Grizzlies until the month of April. And you look back at what has been the series thus far. You mentioned 15 games, an 11-4 and record against Utah. Uh, I feel like we've kind of talked about it, right? You're not going to win every single game. And when you play a team eight times in an 11-game stretch to get the amount of wins that you did against Utah, you have to be pretty pleased right now uh, with the head-to-head series at an 11-4 and record against the Grizzlies. Yeah, of course we are, right? And, you know, every each and every game is a different challenge for us. Uh, even even though, you know, we are familiar with the opponent, um, you know, puck bounces aren't always the same. The officiating is not always the same. You know, just uh, there's a lot of stimuli that go on and, um you know, I think there's just a lot of different events that, um, you know, we we can look back on and, and learn from, uh, especially this past weekend, this past series with Utah. You know, I think it challenged our group in a bunch of different ways. Um, you know, there's certain things that we overcame as a group and certain things we still need to work on. But, you know, all in all, it's a very talented group that, you know, that we have. And we're very excited about the uh, the the prospect of of the rest of our season and what we can accomplish. Um, it's just kind of tr- keeping in mind all the 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 minute the little details that that go into each and every game and taking it game by game. Well, what are some of those things that you're able to overcome? Obviously, looking back at the weekend, um, and really, I feel like looking back over the last you know two weeks or so, there's been a lot of fight and there's been a lot of resiliency. Obviously, the 12 game win streak, and then you know since then have kind of gone some wins and some losses. So you know, battling a little adversity midway through the season, but like we kind of touched on, there's certainly no need to panic as the Steelhead's still atop of the whole entire ECHL. But I guess back to my question, what are some things 
that you learned from the three game set this past week over Utah and some things that, like you just said, you overcame a little bit. Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of it is is really what our controller controllables are, um, you know, at that given moment. So, you know, I think, you know, the only things we can truly control in the entirety of a hockey game are attitude or effort, work ethic, you know, outside of that, um, you know, it's, you, you have to adapt, right? So, you know, I think, um, you know, for us being able to come back and, and answer, um, you know, say they, 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 they score a goal, we're able to come back and answer the quick one ourselves, but, um, you know, just really not divulging too into the negatives of each moment and just having a short memory, turning the page and, and looking forward to, you know, the next shift, the the next period and being able to bounce back. So just being able to kind of recenter our focus and, and togetherness and then make sure that we're all on the right page moving forward as a group. Um, you know, I think we did that pretty well at times, but uh, for a few, you know, short spans, um, you know, you can probably isolate down to two spans that cost us two games this, this past weekend. Once again, we're joined live now with Idaho Steelhead's assistant coach, Keenan Kelly. And coach, before we flip the page from this past weekend, looking back at yesterday's 4-1 setback, the one goal came on the power play and it came with an extra attacker as Adam Shield was pulled. And looking at it from a whole landscape now this season, you guys have had a lot of pressure when you've pulled that goaltender and nice to see one uh, pop off in the back of the net yesterday. Yeah, no, we, we've certainly generated a lot of scoring chances. Um, you know, I think our, our decision making is a lot more simple this time around than we've tried and or than what we made it in the past when we've had to pull the goalie. So, um, you know, I think it's a simple formula. You know, you have two more guys than they do when you're able to get on the power play with the goalie pulled. So, um, you know, the, the the more urgency you have in getting pucks to the net and bodies to the net, obviously good things happen, right? And so, you know, Bex was able to to let a, a pretty hard shot go and, and was able to beat Miner cleanly, but you know, it couldn't have happened with us being able to manipulate their coverage by, by dragging them out of position with how many guys we had and, and with our efficient puck movement. So, um, you know, it was just a bonuses on the power play. The power play has kind of been struggling lately. So even though it's uh, kind of a not necessarily a gimme of having an extra attacker or two extra attackers, but at least nice to get one in the, the PP category as well, um, you know, which is obviously going to be a huge focus for us and rectifying that, getting back to where it needs to be um, in, the, in the coming weeks. Steelhead's back on the road this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, squaring off against the Rapid City Rush. 7.05 face-off, both those games can be heard right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, the ticket. Before we take a look at that series against Rapid City, earlier today, Steelhead's defenseman Patrick Cudless signing a PTO with the American Hockey League's Colorado Eagles. Cudla, second amongst all defenders and scoring in the league right now at 29 points, only behind his defensive partner, Owen Hedrick, by one point. And, Coach, nice to see uh, Patrick Cudla get a well-deserved call-up to the AHL. Without a doubt. And just like you said, it's it's, it's very well-deserved. You know, Cuds is a he's a fantastic hockey player. He's a great person. Um, he's very talented. Um, so you just know when the puck is on a stick, something, something's about to happen. So, um, yeah, very much deserving of the opportunity and we're excited that, it, you know, his, you know, the, the, his achievements that so far this season have not gone unnoticed by American League teams and wish him nothing but the best of luck up there. And, um, you know, he, he's just been such an integral part of our success this season that it's nice to see him reap the benefits you know, and getting the call-ups to the American League. 
second defenseman to get called up to the AHL this season. Kudla joining Darren Brady, who's had a phenomenal start with the San Jose Barracuda. He's got a goal and six points in 18 games this year. Once again, we're chatting live with Steelheads assistant coach Keenan Kelly as the Steelheads getting set to travel out on the road this Friday and Saturday night, taking on the Rapid City Rush. And looking back at the calendar, haven't seen Rapid City now in about a month. It seems like it's been a year uh, as it's just been Utah, Utah, Utah. But what have you been able to uh, gather up from this Rapid City team that's kind of been a streaky team over the last uh, month or two? It seems like they're able to string together a lot of wins and then they'll kind of hit a loss stretch and then back up with the wins. So it's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride for them this year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even though we haven't seen it in about a month, uh, we know come Friday night, there's going to be all the familiarity in the world um, just with their group and their, their coaching staff. So, you know, Rapids, they're, they're a very structured team. They, they work hard. You know, I think a lot of their mistakes have come just from their, their youthful exuberance per se, you know, they do have a younger group. Um, but, you know, with that being said, you know, they, they are a very, very dangerous hockey team. You know, like I alluded to before, before they're, they're very well coached, very well structured, um, and they have some some pretty potent offensive pieces to to go with that as well. So we just know that come Friday night we got to give our, our 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 best performance, knowing that you know every team's gotten for us with us being in the top spot. So you know Rapid City, you know that it's it's always a competitive series with them, given uh, just how physical the series have been in, in the past couple seasons, but. Um, yeah, just really anxious to get going and, and really move on to a different opponent besides Utah. So, Seriously. Um, yeah, and even after this weekend, you know, it'll be, what, 11 games against Rapid City. So um, quite a few games against them as well. It'd be, be good to be done with them at least for a short, short time there as well. After Rapid City, get to see Wichita, Tulsa, throw in some different opponents. I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, hey, before I let you go here, I know that you know – or I think you know that tomorrow's a big day for me. Do you know why? What's that? Uh, we got a big driver's test tomorrow at 8 a.m. I think I've told you about oh, it a couple man. times. We got the flashcards ready to go. Yeah, flashcards are ready. So before I let you go here, I want to ask you, I've got my uh, computer pulled up here, and I've got one of the DMV practice tests going. I got Jade Miller coming on oh, in about five minutes. I'm going to run him through a couple of these hard-hitting questions. But I want to get your – Honestly, uh, this is good. This is good. This is good uh, study practice for me too. And I need to get a, a new driver's yeah, license. Yeah, I know. So I remember you saying that. I but I love an out-of-state one. So but here's I um, here's as well. here's question thirty-eight. And for folks that are listening right now, when when I pull Jade Miller on here, uh, I'll discuss why I have to get a new mm-hmm. license. I'm not happy with the government right now. Um, but this is question thirty-eight on a practice test online. It's uh, a pretty short question. It says parking is allowed. And then it's multiple choice, so I got four options. Option one, on some large sidewalks. Option two, within 10 feet of a fire hydrant. Option three, within 25 feet of a crosswalk. Or option four, all of the above. What is your answer, Mr. Kelly? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is, it's ridiculous, um, right? Like, I got to go in tomorrow morning, 40 questions. I can only get seven wrong, or I can't get a new license. Yeah, that's not good. And the, yeah, I'm not I, doing. I, I'm not confident, man. If this is the standard of the questions, <laughs> I'm probably not going to do too hot as well. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think I just have to go with the blanket statement of of all of the above. Well, I'm going to click right here. I'm I'm sorry to let you know, but that is incorrect. 
Yeah, I figured as much. I mean, I'm going to go with within one. 25 feet of a crosswalk, and that is correct. Because 25, I knew, that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, I knew you, you can't be within 10 feet of a fire hydrant. I feel like it has to be out of that, right? Like, I guess that would make sense. Some of these questions are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I had one the other day. I think I told you about it. I was practicing. It was like, what color sign is the public recreation sign in the state of Idaho? What, what does that have anything to do with whether I can drive a car or not? That's a great question. Do you know what this color is? You know what, for as um, out, for as much outdoor That's recreation what that I I partake in and fishing and stuff, I have no idea. I thought you'd have this one nailed down. The color is brown, which I did not get on my first try. You know what, actually, now that you say that, I see that. Do you see that? I mean, now I guess I'm, with like, yeah. Now I see all those. I see those signs everywhere now. Yeah, I still. I'm still waiting for one. But I. I mean, I've got, uh, thirteen hours and thirty nine minutes. I think until that test, and I'm not confident. I got all the faith in the world in you, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Well, thanks for hopping just, on just here let tonight. Me borrow, let, yeah, let what me you... borrow your study notes. I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll hand me down the uh, flashcards for you if it's a successful trip to the Department of Motor Vehicles tomorrow morning. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. I'll either come in with a smile on my face or a frown. Thanks for hopping on here tonight. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Once again, that's Steelheads assistant coach Keenan Kelly. Steelheads, like we mentioned, back out on the road this weekend, Friday and Saturday night against the Rapid City Rush. We'll hear from the voice of the Rapid City Rush, Brian Gardner, just a little later on to break down the series. I think my little colleague, Brian Gardner, had a hint because we chatted with him earlier this afternoon. We'll play that chat for you later on tonight. And he, he said, I've got a feeling that uh, a couple of their forwards that will get called up from the American Hockey League in Calgary, Rory Karens and Matt Marcineau, are going to get called up before Friday. And when the transactions hit uh, about an hour ago, guess who was on the transaction list? I'll let you guys uh, finish the rest of that sentence. But, hey, we're going to take a timeout here in the action on the other side of the break. We're going to chat with uh, Steelhead's forward, Jade Miller, who uh, I think they had a competitive day out on the golf course. An off day today for the Steelheads. We mentioned a rare Monday afternoon game yesterday. And uh, I'm also just going to keep going down here on a couple of these uh, uh, DMV practice tests, and we'll see how good Jade Miller's driving skills are. All that to come. Stay with us right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM, The Ticket. Mm-mm-mm. That's exactly what the Flavor Doctor ordered. A harmonious match of hot, delicious pizza and ice-cold, refreshing Pepsi. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Last year, over 349,000 people saw a doctor at St. Luke's. They came for a variety of reasons. More than 8,000 came to have babies. Some 3,000 for pediatric surgery. Most came to St. Luke's by appointment. Others, around 125,000 of them, arrived unexpectedly at one of our emergency departments. And despite the numbers, every patient we see at St. Luke's, we see as an individual, a person with a unique situation needing special attention and deserving personal care. And because of the numbers, St. Luke's offers every single patient more experience, more knowledge, more understanding, and more resources than any other healthcare system in Idaho. How do we do it? Lots of reasons. But high on the list are the more than 900 well-trained, highly qualified doctors on our medical staff who work together to care for our patients. St. Luke's, our experience makes your experience better. 
This season, the Idaho Steelheads are celebrating their 25th year on the ice. It's uh, like a silver season celebrating hockey in downtown Boise, and you get to be part of the action at Idaho Central Arena. Hockey lover or not, there's one hockey night you're going to love, Wednesday nights. 10 games, 10 opportunities to hold my beer. Or shall I say, dun, dun, dun. hold my beers. This season, Wednesday games mean BOGO at Idaho Central Arena. Double fist it or share with your bestie. Domestic drafts are buy one, get one free. Hey, no, two beers are better than one. What better way to crest that midweek hump than at a Steelheads game with your friends and a twofer on domestics. Buy one, get one free. All right, all together now. Da-da, da-da, hold my beers. Get ticket info and game schedule at IdahoSteelheads.com or call 208-331-TIXS. Hi there, it's Les Schwab Tires. Well, more like Les Schwab alignment and brakes and shocks and wheels and tires. Now, some tire places don't offer all that. They only sell tires. And we're not sure how they sleep at night because all those services affect things like steering and stopping. That's why we offer more than tires to help keep you safe. Stop by or book an appointment at LesSchwab.com. Les Schwab Tires, doing the right thing since 1952. At Brady, they provide supplies and services for cleaning professionals. Their dedication makes their customers more successful and allows everyone they work with to truly shine. Brady is a proud supporter of the Idaho Steelheads. Thank you to all the fans for making the Brady Cleanup Program such a huge success. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com and see you at the next Steelheads game. In sports, the last two seconds of a game can determine the champion. The last two words of a name can have the same impact. At Blue Cross of Idaho, it's the of Idaho part of our name that defines our mission. We are Blue Cross of lifting communities up and fighting to keep healthcare costs down. We're Blue Cross of Idaho, born of the people and places we know best and proud sponsors of the Steelheads. Learn more at bcidaho.com. As we grow up, our relationship with money grows up too. We stop believing in the magic and start to understand the value of earning. We graduate from after-school chores to full-time grown-up gigs, and money gets more complicated. Whether you're launching your first lemonade stand or just trying to get ahead, we believe every Idahoan can achieve financial success. Idaho Central Credit Union, looking after your daily balance. Hear that? It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Cam McGuire back with you here on the Idaho Steelheads Hockey Show, brought to you by Deschutes Brewery. The Steelheads getting set for a pair of road games this Friday and Saturday night in Rapid City, South Dakota at the Monument Arena. 7.05 puck drop between the Steelheads and the Rush. Both games can be heard right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM the ticket. As we continue along here tonight, we'll preview that series with the voice of the Rush a little later on here tonight, Brian Gardner. We just heard from Steelheads assistant coach Keenan Kelly uh, chatting about the weekend series against the Utah Grizzlies, and we got into a little... Uh, Department of Motor Vehicles conversation at the end. And now 
I'm pleased to join on live Steelheads forward Jade Miller. Jade, how are we tonight? I'm doing good, Cam. How are you? I'm great. First appearance on the, uh, we've had you on the airwaves here, but first live appearance. You a little nervous? Um, Not at all. You got to be careful what you say here. There's a lot of uh, folks listening right now. I don't know the age range gap, but uh, no, no, um, you know, keep it, keep it low key here. All right. You don't, you don't have to worry about me with that kind of stuff. I can, uh, I can keep it between the lines here. Just happy to be on. Well, what, what, do you, what are we doing right now? It looks like, um, you know, based off of some of your previous text messages to me, it looked like a little uh, golf course day here on the off day for you guys. Yeah, a few of us went out and um, swung the sticks, and yeah, I had a good time. Uh, nice way to get away from the apartments and get our mind on something else. It was uh, a little chilly, but um, we battled through it, so it, it ended up being a good day out there. What was the uh, course today? Where did we hit them at? Um, we went to Boise Ranch. Okay, what was uh, how many how many guys? Give me give me the rundown here. Who was who was all out there? Um, so Jordan Kawaguchi. Matt Register and Nick Kanade. Oh, so it was a small group, just four of you. Yeah, really small. Well, we chatted with Matt Register. I think it was last uh, oof, uh last Wednesday or Thursday night. Whenever you guys went golfing last week, it seemed there was an eight sum, and we got the full recap from his perspective last time. I can't remember if you were in that group, but how'd the round go out there today? Who who uh who had all the bragging rights when it was all said and done? Um, so we only played about. 13 holes we uh we just did a best ball uh competition it was me and me and jordan versus the other two and um ended up going to like 13 holes just because it got a little dark and it was getting pretty cold um we did lose on the last hole but uh we think there may have been a foot wedge used by matt register at one point earlier on in the round so uh, a little controversy Yeah, it's been going back and forth. We haven't really got an answer, but um, wow, he's, he keeps asking us to pay up. So if he wants dirty money, we can give it to him. What? Um, before we get into that a little bit more, how many people were out there? Was it a busy day out there? It was nice today, sunny, but it was a little was it a little windy on the course. Yeah, it was a bit windy. Um, it's uh, it was windy and chilly, but it was it was wide open. Honestly, we got out there. They gave us a. Uh, few tokens to, to warm up hit some balls and and then we got into our match so um yeah it was it was wide open for us so we were able to um to get get our get our matchup going diving back into that match so so give me give me i got you know man i got 29 more i'm not going to keep you on here for another 29 more minutes but i got 29 more minutes here tonight uh so give me the story here what is what is the controversy the foot wedge what do, what do we got going on well Register hit a nice ball off the tee, and then he, I think, he hit it about two twenty-five down the middle, and then had his. Uh, That's his with hybrid. a driver. That's with a driver. Okay, just wanted to confirm that. This is the hybrid. I think he you know, banana sliced it uh, behind a tree, and then all of a sudden he's in grade A position, chipping from you know forty yards huh. right onto the green. So, huh. me and me and Kawaguchi were strategizing on the other end of the fairway, and just. I don't know. Um, from we thought he was in jail, but turns out he, he had a great look at the green. Wow. I mean, did he make the putt, or what? What happened next? Yeah, he got up and down, won the hole. So that's a par. Yep. Wow. Interesting. Well, I'm I'm uh, 
I might have him on later this week. We'll have to get his side of the story on this. But yeah, you mentioned pretty, uh, you know, not many people out there. How's Nick Canade at golf? Yeah, he's a great golfer. Um, I'd say he probably carried the load on that team, but um, it was uh, it was a good team effort out of the two. They they played off each other extremely well, kind of like when they when they're a D pair together. You know, they just kind of play similar games, and um, yeah, they. They fed up each other really well tonight, and you know me and me and Jordan just didn't make enough putts, and that's what it came down to. Yeah, fair enough. Once again, we're here joined live with Steelheads forward Jade Miller, recapping the uh, beautiful day on the uh, golf course uh, this afternoon at Boise Ranch. What else did you do today? What time did you get out of bed? What'd you eat? Obviously, a late night last night, getting in from Utah about midnight. I want the whole Jade Miller uh, Monday. Re- or oh shoot, it's oh, I almost just swore All on right. air there. I said shoot. Uh, uh, Monday, it's Tuesday. Well, give me the Jade Miller Tuesday recap. What do we got? Well, woke up today to a text from Jack Becker. Asked if I was up. I said, yes, sir. Um, got up, made some breakfast, a smoothie, some coffee. Uh, him and I got in the vehicle, drove to the rink, where we uh, we skated with a few guys for a little bit. Oh, I missed you. Sweating. I missed you. I didn't see you guys. I was over on the yeah, other side. Yeah, we were there early, Cam. Yeah, that's right. We were on the ice about 10 o'clock, um, up and out the door by about 9. Uh, popped over to Trader Joe's where uh, Jack got some groceries, and we stopped at Mod Pizza. All right, I almost went there this afternoon. I went with Chipotle, though. I was pretty underwhelmed, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Chips were chips. I, chips, I got chips you minute were... by minute so far on the day. Yeah, I mean, continue. Sorry, I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> um, after after we had lunch, we stopped over at uh, Cabela's. Jack had to get some waders and some uh, boots for fishing. Why doesn't he uh, already have that we, stuff? Uh, his have a leak in them. Oh, so he, I do remember him he's saying basically that. Basically, just standing in forty degree water. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. Nope. Um, but with their sponsorships and everything, he was able to uh, to get a brand new pair of Sims waders and I'll you know, just basically write it off. So Short side fishing, free plug. Yep, sending, uh, selling lots of apparel, so <laughs> they're they're doing well. Yeah, but, I, hear, um, I heard hats are coming in the upcoming week, so that's right, <laughs> that's right. So they can't uh, can't keep them off the shelf. Um, but um, <laughs> anyways, so we get over to Cabela's. We get we get the waiters. Run into a few few teammates there. Oh, really? Unplanned. Unplanned. Who'd we run yep. into? Um. Casey Johnson, Owen Hedrick, and thought there was another guy there. Dawson Bartow. All right. So we were uh, we got the rundown on what's biting on the Boise River right now and things like that. So we grabbed a couple a uh, couple streamers, um, some other flies and whatnot. Then uh, basically went right back to the apartments, grabbed our golf stuff, and uh, hit the course. Wow, it sounds like a pretty good day. Yeah, it was a, a much-needed off day, and, you know, it was, like I said, can't be today on the course with somebody, so. Uh, well, I guess we'll talk a little hockey. I guess it is kind of a hockey show here, right? I should probably do that for a minute or two, don't you think? Yeah. Well. Your show. It was, yeah, it is my show, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, by the way. Um, sure. I am, I don't know about you, man. I am so sick and tired of seeing Utah, and I, I'm so happy to be done with them until April. That's my yeah, me too. That's I, my hockey thought right there. I just I I'm sick of them. 
Yeah, I mean, the scheduling, there's not really a lot of time to for cool heads to really prevail, honestly. I mean, you know, when something happens on a Wednesday night and then it boils over to Friday and that goes to Saturday and then you play them the next Tuesday and then it's not really any time for guys to forget. And um, I think that's when you see a lot of um, – little more aggression with those games and obviously we've had a good good run versus them but it's it's tough to win all those games too i mean right tough to play a team that many times doesn't matter if you're the better team or not it's just sometimes things don't go your way and um but like you said it's gonna be nice to to see some new opponents finally and i mean it's weird to say rapids a new opponent yeah i know right so often too um but it'll it'll be good to get on the road and you know, hopefully go there and play two really good hockey games. Yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to the Howard Johnson. I love their bed sheets, and I love the Trix yogurt that they have out uh, during the morning breakfast. It's, it hits the what spot, about man. Their, uh, what about their uh, – The amusement park, park in the lobby? That, too, is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah greatest water park in the league. Yeah, I mean they had that thing up and running within eight hours the next morning. So it, it's pretty fascinating. Like on, like it's crazy. I mean, other other water parks in America should should call them up for some advice. It's crazy. Yeah, I think their all their furniture was uh, ready to get thrown out, and then it was <laughs> right back where it was the day before and ready to be sat on. So. It's like magic, I'm man. Not sure. Yeah, they did a good job. Their turnaround time was real nice. Well, I've got a little segment I want to run through with you here before we wrap things up, but I've got three little nuggets hockey-related that I want to bring up and then ask your opinion after you hear these three. So yesterday, did some research. Steelheads wrapped up eight of their last 11 games against Utah. That was yesterday afternoon. Looking back to December 14th and looking ahead to the end of this weekend, Idaho will have played 16 games during that stretch, eight of them against Utah, five of them against Rapid City, and three of them against Wichita. Come Saturday, after Saturday night's game, the Steelheads will have played 37 of their 72 games this year. 26 of those have come against Utah Rapid City, 15 against Utah, 11 against Rapid City. I mean, this is like, it's crazy. I don't know who's scheduling this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like you can throw pre-scout out the window to me. Yeah, pretty much, man. It's crazy. But uh, exci- I mean, like you mentioned, having Rapid City Friday and Saturday night, it feels like we're playing a whole new different team, even though I think it's going to be like the 10th and the 11th time. But life goes on, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we just got to show up and play the games we're scheduled to. And, um, you know, not sure, yeah, if it's computer generated or who does the scheduling, but um, could use some work. I know when Matt Register becomes the CHL commissioner someday, he said that's one thing he's gonna gonna take part in is uh, making sure the scheduling's a little uh, more player friendly. I love that. Well, Jade, uh, before I let you go here tonight, um, I don't. How many states have you lived in throughout your time? Obviously, North Dakota, Minnesota, now Idaho, South Carolina. Am I missing any? These are some hard hitting questions. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, this is a this is an interview. I ask I've questions. In, is that all right? I've lived in five states for hockey. So what did I? Minnesota, North Dakota, Idaho, South Carolina. And I spent a little time in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. When did you play there? Um, the first year they brought back their USHL team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I wasn't long. I got cut. 
Oh, okay. So it's not that. Well, I was gonna say that's not on elite prospects. Oh, and then, then. I went to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, from there. So seven. Same league, got cut two weeks later. So I don't know if that. If so you never, enough, you never played a game though, right? Nope, three exhibition games. All right, but co drag, co drag Brandon Montour in an exhibition game once. So that's that's pretty impressive. Take that. Yeah, not bad. Wasn't good enough to stay. <laughs> Well, where I'm going with this is, you know, I just like yourself, I've lived in a couple different states. The uh, I'm not going to name them because I don't want to throw them under the bus, but my insurance company, Jade, found out that, one, I don't live in the state of Wisconsin or the state of Connecticut. Now, my license on my car is from the state of Wisconsin, but my driver's license is the state of Connecticut. Long story short, my insurance company found out about this, not too happy, going to have to get everything switched over to Idaho. I don't know if you know this or not, but in order to get a uh, new license in the state of Idaho coming from an out-of-state, you have to take the written driving test. Okay. Which is a 40-question test. You can get no more than seven questions wrong. Now, Jade, a little backstory for you here. When I was a young kid, uh, 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago, I failed my permit written test four times. Wow, I I failed mine the first time. So. Oh, did you? Okay, so yep. I'm I'm not the only one here. I mean, four one time, four times. That's uh, three extra times, right? Uh, who's counting? Uh, I think I yep. failed the driving test once too. Um, but I, I, dude, I'm I'm so I'm going in tomorrow, eight a.m. to take this written driving test. I'm nervous, and I've been doing some studying. Yep. I had the flashcards going. <laughs> I don't know what else I can do. Do you, do you have to drive at all? That's no, I don't have to drive at all, and that, which is crazy, right? Like, if they're going to do anything, they should make you drive, then sit behind a computer and fill out multiple choice questions. I mean, what is me knowing what the color sign of the public recreation sign in the state of Idaho have any inclination or whether or not I'm a good driver or I'm capable to drive? That's, it's brown, isn't it? You oh, Yeah. Did you just look that up? No. Oh. Just everyone knows that. Well, since you're so smart with all these questions, I have a DMV practice test pulled up right now, and I want to ask you a couple questions if you don't mind. Okay. All right. So I had uh, Keenan Kelly on earlier tonight, and I uh, asked him this one. So I'll ask it to you because he didn't get it right. Uh, Parking is allowed in, and there's four of these, multiple choice, one on some large sidewalks, two within 10 feet of a fire hydrant, Three within 25 feet of a crosswalk or four all of the above? What do you got? Um, definitely not fire hydrant. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with the crosswalk. You're one for one so far. Well, two for two. I got the other oh, one. Oh, two for two, yeah, but that wasn't part of the game. Okay. <laughs> that, was the, that was the exhibition round. That was like your exhibition games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, meaningless. I, I don't even remember what Keenan said. All right, you're one for one in my book. Uh, question two here. We'll go five questions for you. Passing is prohibited in one, when you are behind a school bus that has stopped to load passengers, two, on hills where your vision is restricted, three, within 100 feet of oncoming traffic, or four, all of the above? All of the above? That's correct. You're two for two. Cam, are you serious? I'm serious. You just got it right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Here we go. Question three, baby. When passing other vehicles, one, check your mirrors and blind spots. Two, 
Honk your horn at least three times. Honk, honk, honk. Three, pull within 10 feet of the vehicle ahead of you before starting to pass. Or four, there is no need to signal. I'm going to say you should probably check your mirrors and blind spots. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty, that's a no-brainer. i got to make it a little harder here. That was easy. Um, okay, two more here. Uh, pedestrians must yield to motor vehicles. One, when the pedestrian is crossing the street where there is no crosswalk or intersection. Two, when the pedestrian is crossing the street in a marked crosswalk. Three, when the motor vehicle is a pickup truck, is a pickup or truck. Or four inside semi oh, four inside city limits only. Um, what was the first one? When the pedestrian is crossing the street where there is no crosswalk or intersection. And the question was, when does the pedestrian pedestrians have to must right away? pedestrians must yield to motor vehicles? Blank. I'm going to go number A. All right. That's a letter, but you're correct. Dude, you're good. You want to actually we kind of look alike, man. You could probably go in there and take the test for me. We could do that or I could we could just bug you and put put a little Well, so I I, th- chip in. I thought about that. I was like I was telling someone earlier I was like I could throw the AirPods in maybe. But like then maybe like put a beanie on, right? Like put the beanie on and pull it over the ear and then just like go into the thing with my phone already on and then just kind of talk under my breath a little bit. And then when they take your headshot, you're going to take your hat off and then the ear chip's <laughs> going to fall out and then they're going to get us. That's when I well I I could either do that or I was telling someone else too. I could it could be like Waterboy where he's got Vicky Valencourt outside with the signs holding up and he's taking the test. <laughs> I could get one of you guys maybe to do that. What are you guys doing at 8 a.m. tomorrow? Um, <laughs> not, not that. Sure, that's. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably be on our way to the rink. All right. Well, I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll give you guys a call. But I want to wrap it up here. I got one more question. Let's see if you can go five for five. What do you think? Okay. All right. Let's do it. To be safe when crossing a railroad, you should one look both ways only if the red light is flashing. Two, listen and look both ways, and then proceed if it is safe to do so. Three. Drive across quickly if a train is approaching or if it is too close. Stop and then back up. Or four, stop within 10 feet of all railroad crossings. Um, I think B was if I... Listen and look both ways and then proceed if it is safe to do so. Okay, give me the question one more time. To be safe when crossing a railroad, you should... Okay. You need the answers again? Yeah. Okay. One, look both ways only if the red light is flashing. Two, listen okay. and look both ways and then proceed if it is safe to do so. Three, drive across quickly if a train is approaching or if it is too close, stop and then back up. Four, stop within 10 feet of all railroad crossings. Um, it's B. You don't have to stop within at every railroad crossing. Yeah, so listen and look both ways, that one. Yeah, I mean, or that's, just look both ways. I don't. It, yeah, that's correct, man. You went five for five. Congratulations. Oh, you're going to breeze through this. Man, I, I don't know. We'll find out. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow morning at practice, and I told Keenan I'll, I'll either be really giddy or I'm going to be uh, pretty frowny. There'll either be a bike in the hallway or there won't be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, Jader, thanks for the time here tonight, and uh, we'll see you in the morning, buddy.
All right, thanks, Cam. Good luck on your exam. Thank you. Appreciate it. Once again, that's Steelheads forward Jade Miller. We'll take a timeout here on the Steelheads Hockey Show on the other side of the break. We'll sit down with the voice of the Rapid City Rush, Brian Gardner, to preview this Friday and Saturday night's game out in Rapid City. Don't go far. You're listening right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, The Ticket. All right, I'm thinking we order some pizzas, drink a nice cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, and then party till dawn, man! (sighs) When I'm in my jammies. For everyone whose wild night ends promptly at 9 p.m., you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar, that's what I like. (sighs) Steelheads fans, as you listen to this broadcast, did you know you're close to a delicious Deschutes Brewery beer? Like Fresh Haze, an ultra-juicy, hazy IPA exploding with orange citrus. Hey, real quick, did you know that the oils in orange peels are flammable? I'm serious. Maybe try it sometime. Eh, on second thought, maybe not. Anyway, the juicy citrus flavor of Fresh Haze is out of this world and available everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Deschutes Brewery, Bend, Oregon. It comes with the territory. Dear Idaho, we live in a time where each passing moment is posted. Opinions are debated. Integrity of information becomes diluted and distorted. The arguments may be temporary, but the stories carry permanence in shaping how we think. The future is not set in stone, but our present is printed in ink. Idaho Press. Local news worth holding. Hi there. It's Les Schwab Tires. Well, more like Les Schwab alignment and brakes and shocks and wheels and tires. Now, some tire places don't offer all that. They only sell tires. And we're not sure how they sleep at night, because all those services affect things like steering and stopping. That's why we offer more than tires to help keep you safe. Stop by or book an appointment at LeshSchwab.com. Les Schwab Tires, doing the right thing since 1952. How am I able to offer a famous taco, seasoned curly fries a drink, and your choice of a junior bonus jack or junior good good chicken sandwich for just six bucks? That's a closely guarded trade secret. One I'll be taking to my grave. The new $6 jack pack at Jack in the Box. Price and participation may vary. You're 18. Senior year, you're in shape, college is lined up, you're at the top of your division, and your coach tells you you're going to be the next big thing. Then, your friend offers a hit off his vape. You could lose everything you worked so hard to achieve. Your endurance, your strength, your motivation, gone. But it's just one hit, right? If you want more information about vaping, go to projectfilter.org. This message is brought to you by Eagle High School, Project Filter, and this station. This is the sound of people learning. Gamers gaming. Patients consulting. How's he doing? A lot better. Friends bonding. This is the sound of fast, reliable internet with speeds up to one gig and whole home Wi-Fi, so all your devices stay connected. This is the sound of Sparklight, a stronger connection. Up to 940 megabits per second download and 50 megabits per second upload speeds for gig service. Sparklight modem required for whole home Wi-Fi. Visit sparklight.com for details. Mm-mm-mm, that's exactly what the Flavor Doctor ordered. A harmonious match of hot, delicious pizza and ice-cold, refreshing Pepsi. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. All right, we're here now with the voice of the Rapid City Rush, Brian Gardner. And, uh, Brian, uh, looks like you're fresh off of uh, United Airlines. You guys had a travel day back from uh, Kansas City. How was the travel day, man? Well, apparently the travel day showing on my face. You can tell that way on our Zoom call here. But it was fine. Just an early 
start, you know, we had that Monday game, the weird Monday game with oh, yeah. the playing at, we were, you know, you guys played also, we had an afternoon game. We started an hour after the all-star game started. So that was a little strange, Crazy. but other than that, yeah, nice early wake up call out of KC and uh, got back into Rapid City a little bit before one o'clock. So not too bad and ready to get back after it and get ready for this week of games, um, these this weekend of games with you guys coming into town. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. The Steelheads in Rapid City this Friday and Saturday night. You guys had a big overtime win last night of the Kansas City Mavericks 4-3. And it looks like you guys have been playing a lot of overtime games recently. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. Had a overtime win over Utah the last home series, a 3-3 three and three set in the uh, early days of January and then had the OT loss at Tulsa this past Saturday and then the OT win on Monday that was kind of the script was flipped a little bit in that game against Tulsa that the rush lost four to three got ahead three to nothing gave up four unanswered in the game against Kansas City that they ended up winning four to three fell down two to nothing clawed their way back so I mean close hockey games rush just came off of five out of six points on this last little road swing three games in four days so that's a positive right there of course you you talk to our coaching staff they'd be upset about that one point that they lost but these overtime games yeah they, they haven't been too too bad for us lately Talk about you guys right now are 19, 17, and 1. Taking a look at some of the trends, it seems like you guys have clumped a lot of wins together and then maybe clumped a lot of losses and kind of vice versa. It's been kind of a roller coaster ride year for you guys. Yeah, man, it's been super up and down. I mean, there was a stretch of a six-game winning streak that was immediately followed by a seven-game losing streak. And then since that seven-game losing streak coming into this weekend of games, uh, won six of the last nine points in seven of those. So, I mean, the team is, it it doesn't, it gets a little bit high and then craters and then gets back up. And hopefully the crater is not going to be a, a trend for the rest of the season. I will say, I think that this team is starting to play a little bit more to the identity of what the coaching staff wants. It's starting to look a little bit more like the team that was a really tough out late in the regular season and into the postseason last year, just kind of this grind it out, outwork you type team that early on in the year, a lot of the rapid city wins were because of really high scoring games, run and gun. And that's not the identity that they want. And they're playing a little bit more disciplined, a little bit more just kind of, outwork you type of hockey that we're seeing in rapid city and so that's encouraging from you know somebody who uh whose paychecks are signed by the rapid city rush and so i think that if they continue to kind of play that way there's going to be a team that again becomes a tough out coming down the stretch and moving into the postseason and hopefully it's not a up and down up and down all season long because those losing streaks get a little bit old Oh, yeah. And uh, I feel like it's been a lot of you guys have had a lot of movement in terms of uh, call ups and and call downs and that sorts of things. Can you talk about that a little bit, obviously, with the first year with Calgary? But it seems like you guys have had a lot of a lot of moving parts uh, about halfway through the season now. Yeah, I'd say um, we were loaded with contracts at the beginning of the season. Uh, I think it was eight or nine in total AHL and NHL contracts at the outset. Um, it's that's dwindled a little bit as of late. As we're talking about this right now, there are three forwards 
in the AHL, uh, two of them on the NHL deals with Ilya Nikolaev and Rory Karens, who have been with the Rush most of the season. And then also Matt Marcinou, who was selected as Rapid City's all-star participant, uh, wasn't going to go play because of that conflict that we talked about at the outset here. Yeah. But all three of them up in the AHL right now, I in reading the tea leaves and looking at kind of roster movement and guys who have been scratched as of late, I wouldn't be surprised if one or two of those guys makes their way back down to Rapid City before this upcoming series that we're, of course, going to be talking about on Friday and Saturday in Rapid City. And then the other thing that we've seen is a couple of guys on AHL contracts, Rhett Reinhardt, Simon Levine, they actually have uh, left the rank. They were on the Wranglers contracts. They have been released and gone back to play in college in the U-sports level. They were guys who had finished out their junior eligibility in the QMJHL and the, w- and the WHL and went and turned pro and it seems have decided, all right, well, let me go back and play school because this made it wasn't going the way they wanted, not getting the opportunities in the AHL because the Wranglers are loaded up there. They're a really, really good team. And so I think that that has also kind of changed things a little bit, just changed the way we look in rapid city because you're missing a couple of defensemen who were seemingly going to be big parts of things. And then missing these three forwards right now, again, my guess is that one or two of them does make it back down, but that has led to a little bit of up and down and some more movement. You know how it goes at this point of the year, guys get hurt, you know, guys get hurt, guys get sick, guys get whatever it is. And when it trickles down from the NHL level to the AHL level, it affects us at the ECHL level. And we've had a little bit of that too. Once again, that's the voice of the Rapid City Rush, Brian Gardner. Cam McGuire back with you here as we round things out in our Idaho Steelheads hockey show brought to you by Deschutes Brewery. The Steelheads had an off day today with the afternoon game in Utah yesterday. We'll be back on the ice tomorrow for practice and then uh, departing Thursday morning pretty early, flying out to Rapid City for games Friday and Saturday night at the Monument Arena. 705 faceoff between the Rush and the Steelheads, both those games can be heard right here on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 13.50 AM, the ticket. Earlier tonight, we mentioned Steelhead's defenseman Patrick Cudla signing a uh, professional tryout agreement with the Colorado Eagles of the American Hockey League, and he's making his uh, AHL debut tonight as Colorado uh, is in action. I believe they're on home ice tonight. Uh, Who are they taking on? Do-do-do-do. Colorado Eagles are playing. I uh, have no idea, but who cares? Patrick Cudla is making his AHL debut. That's what's most important uh, for the Colorado Eagles tonight. Cudla ranks second amongst ECHL defenders in scoring with 29 points. The only other player ahead of him is his defensive partner, Owen Hedrick, who's got 30. Well, a fun show here tonight. Tomorrow night on the Steelheads Hockey Show, we'll chat with the uh, TV host of the Dallas Stars on Bally Sports, Brian Ware- Brian Ray, and we'll also hear from the radio voice of the Texas Stars, John Peterson, to get a little bit of an affiliation check-in. And uh, Brian Ray, obviously, uh, former college uh, play-by-play broadcast uh, partner with Doug Plagans, the former voice of the Idaho Steelhead. So those guys go way back as well as uh, Brian's time in the American Hockey League with Joe O'Donnell. So we'll get some good stories about Doug and Joe tomorrow night, and we'll also uh, get the nitty-gritty of the affiliation right now. All three teams between the Dallas Stars, Texas Stars, and the Idaho Steelheads are uh, pretty much at the top of their divisions, conferences, and the entire league. So a lot of chemistry brewing down from the NHL to the American League to the ECHL. That'll do it here.